Hey guys, and welcome back to the Jameer Smith Show podcast. And I'm super excited about this next episode. But we are on TAN TV, y'all, the African American Network, where we have a local feel with a global reach. And you guys always know we have to stay what? Creative. So make sure you stay tuned for the next episode. Oh, please. First and foremost, how are you? I'm good. How are you? Um, listen, th- this voice that I'm talking to right now, I'm super excited to hear this voice, man. First and foremost, you know, you're already being recorded. This is how we do. See, see, this, see, why we already got to be recorded? <laughs> we already got to be recorded. <laughs> listen, we haven't gotten into the conversation yet, so that's still pending. As you guys exactly. can already hear, I'm so excited to end our 2023 with someone that I call the Bow Wow of 106 and Park. Someone that has been on our show. <laughs> Not the Bow Wow. The, the Bow Wow. That has been on our show many, many, many times. And all of the amazing and beautiful stories that he has always been able to bless us with, his listeners with, and all of the people that follow him. Oh, my God. I'm so excited. But everyone, my friend, my heart, someone that means so much to me, Alvin Wayne in the building. (laughs) Do, do, do. Wow. Yes, we are here. We are here. So mm-hmm. we're going to get into some things. Um, as you guys know, no one ever, ever knows the questions that we're going to ask. No one. I mean, we are in episode like 243 at this point, season five, and we're wrapping season five. And I could not think of anybody that could close out 2023 with a bang besides this amazing and beautiful soul. Before we get started, Alvin, how has, and this is a very loaded question, how has 2023 been for you? Um, 2023 has been, it's, it's been eye-opening. 2023, I learned a lot. I accomplished a lot. It tried to kick my ass, <laughs> but I learned how how strong I am. I mean, I've always had to be strong, but gosh, like I'm I'm, t- I'm tired of being in the army of the Lord. Nah. But <laughs> I I had to be very strong this year. I had to go through some things, but I learned a lot. So 2023, to sum it up, was a learning year for me. You know, I always tell everybody, you know, life is always lifing for all of us. I mean, we've had a lot of um you know, feedback from our latest episode of uh, living your life with intentions and what are your intentions, whether that's dating, whether that's in life, you know, just what are your intentions? And um, when I think about somebody that's super organic, a person that just believes and deserves all of the flowers, it is Alvin Wayne. So if you guys have been or don't even know who I'm talking about, Alvin Wayne Interiors. I mean, let's be clear. He's located in New York City and he's an interior-based design firm and he serves so many clients across the United States and Canada. And to be clear, this man has a full design service. He has an amazing and creative and beautiful team, I must say, that is directly involved with the projects from the conceptualizations to the final installations and 
What I love about you and your company is that you have an amazing collaborative really process from the beginning to end. So the lines of communication that I always have seen and have heard from, you know, people that are doing these different installs with their homes and apartments is very open every step of the way. Yeah. But just not that. I want to be very clear. Award winning and uh, magazine shown cover to cover. (laughs) This man has been on Open House New York City to AD to GQ to New York Magazine to Domino to Forbes. Ebony to Essence to HGTV to BOH to AD again in one of his favorite places. And this is definitely a shameless plug. CB2. I, I think at this point he has he had stock in CB2. Y'all I don't care what y'all say. <laughs> and many, many others. And you've just done so many other things. Of course, creating your own vessel line made by you. And it's a beautiful marble container. We're going to get into all of those things. Before we even get there, and I think this interview is going to be totally different because I think, as you have seen the growth with both of us, it's so weird. This conversation has really evolved. Yeah. I want to talk about Miami. Okay. I want to go back. I want to talk about your family. Mm -hmm. What are some words that, if you can go back when Alvin was between five and ten years old, What are some words of advice that your family has given you? Because you have a very close relationship with your mom and dad. Yeah. What advice Um, have they given you that you've applied to, let's just say now in your life? I think the biggest, the biggest thing that my parents have always told me is that I could be whatever I want to be. I could do whatever I want to do. um, As long as you work hard and you can have whatever you want to have as long as you work for it. So I think that's like the, the biggest piece of advice or the thing that really stuck with me. And it's like through my transitions of like going to college and majoring in healthcare management and deciding, I don't want to do that. I want to do interior design. And from my parents being supportive of all of that, even to now that they support, you know, my career, it's it's not a traditional career, you know? Mm -mm, mm -mm. And so for them to say like, I'm proud of you and see all the things that I'm doing and, you know, actually be able to walk through one of my projects in real life as construction is happening and walk through another project as it's wrapping up and actually see everything in real life. I think to me, that is the true definition of like, okay, we told you you could do whatever you want to do and you could be whatever you want to be and you're doing it. So I think that was the one thing that has always stuck with me. And I tell everybody to, if people ask me for advice, I'm like, hey, you can do whatever you want to do. You only got one life to live, do it. No, what, what's stopping you? Who's stopping you? Who's telling you you can't do something? You could do whatever you want to do. So just do it. How would you describe yourself as a child? Um, I don't know. I was a good kid. Like, I didn't, I didn't do anything. I was, like, inquisitive. But, like, I was a kid. Like, mm-hmm. you know, growing up back in the 90s. <laughs> like, we were kids. Like, it was before social media, of course. There was... You know, I mean, we still remember before cell phones. Exactly. And we got cell phones. Yeah. So, like, I was I was truly a kid, and I was immersed in, you know, childlike things like my imagination, um, playing outdoors, being with family. Um, I had a great childhood, and I was a good kid. 
This interview, I want to get deep because I think, you know, we've seen so much beauty in all of your magazines, beauty in your work. But I think the people really want to know Alvin Wayne. Mm-hmm. When you think about the perfect day when you were young, what would be the perfect day with you and your sister? Um, Literally just us clowning, listening to music or like being with my other cousins and being at my grandparents' house. It was just we were a family that was that were we were always surrounded by family and like our cousins were our friends like my sister was my best friend like I didn't need to go to have sleepovers at other people's houses because I had my sister and I had my cousins mm-hmm. so we're a <laughs> tight-knit family as far as because of course we know your sister's no longer with us but she's always with us if she was with you right now and seeing all of the success that you have been able to accomplish, what advice do you think she would have given you? Or what advice did she give you? Um, well, like she she was there when like everything really started was about to really pop off. Mm-hmm. And her advice too was just like my parents, like, do your thing. You got this. Like you never know until you try to do something. So she was always just like, if you want to do it, do it. Try it. And honestly, that's one of those things that still stick with me, too. It's just like, anytime I get an idea of something, just like creating the vessel or, you know, even as, as small as like, oh, I want to put wallpaper on the ceiling. Just try <laughs> it. Like, literally just try it. Like, what is it going to hurt to try? And if it doesn't work, that's okay. But you got to try it. So I think that is one of the things that, that stuck with me with her is like, okay, just try it. You want to do it? Go for it. Try it. You can't be afraid because you'll never go anywhere. What was your mother and father like when growing up? They were hardworking individuals. Like I literally saw my mom go to college. Like she finished college. Like she had us like young, like, like 20 something, like early twenties. Um, I saw her complete her, master's degree and 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 whatever else in like whatever else she got a doctor or something i don't know but <laughs> i saw her complete all of that and like i remember her taking us with her to to school when at famu taking us when she was getting her master's so i remember them working hard to achieve their goals and like my dad like being a sheriff and like working his way up through through that whole system just really seeing them like accomplish their own goals and their own dreams and still raising us but we we had like front row seats to it all and knowing what it took for them to do that and then looking back now but like oh my god you guys were so young when i was like 22 and 23 like i couldn't did all that right i was in the club (laughs) like the fact that you know you had two kids and like you were married and like you are like going to school and bettering yourselves and like learning everything that you could possibly learn like that that is firsthand knowledge or information that you see and that you know like you you inherit that because you've seen it you've seen hard work so i know what it is to work hard just from seeing seeing them work hard to accomplish their dreams this is 38 bald beardless and blessed Mm -hmm. after turning 37 you found out something very deep that was going to change your life and you found out after five years 
in remission from stage four lymphoma. You were surprised that it was back. And on your 38th birthday, you chose the gift of life. And for all of us that know you, we know that you have so many dreams that need to be fulfilled. What I loved about your post, what I've loved about your words is that you have always known that you've had a very strong support system around you. And what I've also always loved is that you've always been internally grateful for all of the things that life has been giving you as well. When you found out, what was your first thought process? Oh, God, it's back. (laughs) (laughs) That was the the first thought, like, ugh, again, like, literally, like, like, why? Like, disappointment, you know? Because literally, cancer is something that you can't control. I don't care how healthy you eat. I don't care how much you work out. I don't care if you, you know, whatever you do. It is literally something that you cannot control. So... It, it was it was just like disappointing, and I knew what I was going to have to go through again because I had been through it already. Right. So it was like the initial disappointment, and then it was like, all right, well, I've done this before. Let's go ahead and do what we got to do, you know? Yeah. And this is what I think that you're doing, and I think, you know, I wanted to not really talk deeper into that, but I think it is definitely a highlight Um Just because as we are getting older and I was having a conversation with a friend of ours, actually, um, Mm -hmm. about life. And I remember uh, one of our friends is now she has breast cancer. Mm -hmm. And, you know, for us, it was definitely eye opening because we see a post on social media. Her children Mm -hmm. are kissing her bald head. And, you know, me, I'm thinking, oh, fashion statement. You know, she wanted to Mm -hmm. do something totally different. And no, Mm -hmm. it was. She posted it in November. She found out in July. And to your point, it's one of those things. It is then a life-changing moment to turn around and say, okay, got it. So I got this. How do I now shift life? How do I make sure that every moment, at this point, because I know you talked about it earlier, like we take advantage of every moment. But now it's really important that every single moment, every single second is utilized for something. Yeah, you got to make it count. And Mm -hmm. when we talk about utilizing for something, I want to talk about you. Alvin Wayne, New York City. When you got to New York, how how long has it been? Six years? Uh, Six years, yeah. Six years in New York City. The day you touched down in New York City, what the hell did you think you were going to be doing? I don't know, but I knew I was going to live it up. And you did. <laughs> I'm like, baby, I'm in New York. I don't know how long I'm gonna be here, but let's 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 do this. The thing is, when I moved to New York, I wanted to really immerse myself in in New York. Like I I wanted to I wanted to be a tourist in the city that I live in. Like there's so much to see and there's so much to do, and I wanted to do it and I wanted to experience it. And I think in New York gives you, when you land in New York, it gives you that energy of like, we are on the go, we are making things happen, <laughs> and it's like, I want to be a part of it, I want to see what's going on. So, you know, I already had like this 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 burst of energy or this zest to like see everything and, and just soak it in and be a part of it, you yeah. know? Yeah, well, and I have to say, with me seeing 
the moment you touched down in New York, because I think either I was living in New York at the time or had just left New York, whatever. I think you had just left. When I tell you to see you break open a different shell, I think yeah. we all, all of your friends, all of the people that knew you and the people that never, ever met you, I think we were able to see a certain growth, a new piece mm -hmm. and a new layer of who Alvin Wayne was. But you really started to create your own lane. And yeah. you became this New York-based interior designer, and you believe, and everyone deserves to live in luxury. You mm -hmm. created your own luxury within your own home. You mm -hmm. showcase your home for the world, which is always crazy for all of us, right? To mm -hmm. be as vulnerable, to showcase our own personal spaces for the world to be judged and just to look at. This is, you know, for me, my home is my sanctuary, yeah, But we love to show people this is what I worked hard for and this is what luxury looks like in our own eyes. Yeah. But your design, your education for in your years in luxury retail, it's really contributed to your overall design aesthetic and who you are. Mm -hmm. Let's get into you as an interior designer. Mm -hmm. You've been all over the world, Alvin. And... Mm -hmm. We followed your social media, your life, the things that you've been able to show us, people's homes and, and their bathrooms, your family's homes, and, <laughs> and, and just every daggone thing. I want to get into, because when we told the team that you were going to be a part of the show and you were closing out 2023 for us, the questions just rolled in. And so we're yes. going to get to all of the questions and also the questions that we've been able to curate. So our first question is, how do you approach design? So basically, the, the 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 biggest thing with working with clients is always remembering that you're creating a space for them. It's not a space for me. This is a space for the client. And I always go into it saying, I want to create a space for who you are today and who you're going to be in five years. I want to create a space for your most for the most aspirational version of yourself who do you aspire to be that's what we're going to create because home is a place that you you dream you live like that's the place that you validate yourself before the world validates you mm -hmm. so home is everything so i walk into it knowing i'm creating this space for you not me yes there are some things that i may want to implement there are some things that i'm going to want to try but Ultimately, this space is for you. So how do I take what you tell me and how do I take how you see yourself and translate that into the place that you live? So that is always how I approach design initially. Sensibility, style preferences, being able to understand, um, you know, a person's or a client's, you know, favorite design element and style is always important. What is your favorite design style? You know what? It is it has changed so much. Like I can say, like oh, organic modern, but there are, honestly there are, there are elements from each design style that I love and that I love to mix and blend. And I think that's what makes design so personal. And I think that's why when you see certain spaces, you you it resonates with you because there there it's so many things that are pulled from different design aesthetics and different design styles and different genres or you know errors so i like to mix it up so i guess i would just say like a contemporary modern but i love all things that that are based in 
vintage 70s and 60s, and then you go to contemporary. You have a couple of Art Deco pieces in there, like all these nods and references to to everything. I don't even know if I made sense with that. You did. No, you did. You did. (laughs) I like it all. I like to pull from every every aspect of design and, and put it in a space because still it is still based off of who lives there. Who Absolutely. is this space for? Yep. I'm a client and I'm interested in hiring you, but I know nothing about you. What should I expect when I first meet Alvin Wayne? You should expect that I'm going to come as my full self so that you can be your full self. So you can feel comfortable with me and you can tell me everything you need and want and I can make that happen for you. So I'm going to show up as my most authentic self with no 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 guards up, no walls up. So I'm going to let you in so you can be comfortable enough to let me in. Mm. And it's huge, right? Whenever we talk about it's different at times and and never ever am I negating like a personal stylist, you know, wardrobe mm-hmm. things like that. But we can always take the dress or the suit off and hang it back mm-hmm. up in a closet. I have to live in these spaces, and mm-hmm. I have to entertain in these spaces, and mm-hmm. and really you just have to be you. Yeah, mm-hmm. yeah. So I mean, what you said to your point. I mean, it's, it's full sincerity around it. So when I think about all of the things that I've learned in my career. My own personal career, I had to reflect on that the other day, just kind of take a moment. I cut all the lights off and just really just sat in my room and was just being. For you, Alvin, what is the biggest lesson in your decade career as a designer that you've learned? To always trust my intuition. Mm. That's the biggest lesson. Whether it comes to telling a client, no, I don't think we'll be a good fit whether it's a design decision, um, whether it's deciding to work with a certain contractor or tradesperson or whatever it is, always trust your intuition. Trust your gut, always. That is the biggest thing that I have learned in my entire career because those feelings that we get, those little inclinations, that's that's a higher power telling you, uh-uh, don't do that. Or, yeah, go ahead and go for it. <laughs> but you got to trust yourself. Um, this comes from a design question, and we'll get into some personal questions that people ask uh, shortly. Um, what do you look for in every room? Hmm, what do I look for? Mm-hmm. So, now, is this a space that's already designed, or is it an empty space? So, let's just say both. If I have an empty space, and let's just say I bought a new home, what do you look for in every room, and then comma, if there is a space that is fully furnished and I just feel like maybe it's too cluttered and I need to downsize, whatever, what do you specifically look for in every room? I say what I would look for in, in, in every space is the layout and the flow, whether it has furniture or not. Mm-hmm. Because if it has furniture, I'm seeing like, is it, is it the best placement of everything? What are the natural paths that I walk through? What, like, is this laid out correctly? Am I going to run into a sofa when, in my mind, this should be a hallway? And it's the same thing when the, when the space is empty. Like, I'm looking at how does the builder, how did they lay this out? How does this flow? Where are my natural sight lines? Where do I place furniture? So it's all about where things are going to go. Do I feel comfortable to walk straight through here or is this weird? 
I want to get into some questions, uh, some Q&A that people have sent us. The first one comes from Tony, and Tony is actually out of Tallahassee. Shout out to Tallahassee. Okay, that's right, Tallahassee. <laughs> <laughs> he asks, listen, if you guys know, you know. I'm just going to leave it like that. That's it. Um, question is, Alvin, what are some most common objectives that clients have about design? Hmm. I think I don't I, I, I wouldn't say objectives, but I think people I think they tend to hesitate when it comes to certain colors and mm-hmm. patterns. Mm-hmm. I'm a book I'm, I'm a big color and pattern person. So I've learned as a designer, it's best to present everything as a whole and not present it as one piece. Like, I'm not going to bring you a wallpaper sample and say, this is a wallpaper that's going to go here and it's going to go and try to explain things. I've learned you show everything as a whole so people can see how it's going to work together. Mm -hmm. Because if you break it up individually, people can't see the vision. They can't see what I can see in my head. So that's why I rely on rendering, um, samples, and just putting everything together so you can physically see what it is going to look like. So you're not looking at me crazy when I'm like, I want to do this pattern, and then I'm going to have this pattern, but it's going to be this color and this color, and you're like, child, what are you talking about? <laughs> Versus and when I say, this is what it's going to look like. Mm-hmm. So I think that's the biggest hesitation or object- objection when it comes to designing for other people because they don't live in your head. They can't see what you see. So you have to show them. Mm. Next question comes from Nikki, and she is out of Inglewood. She says, I know, that's right. <laughs> she says, Alvin, can you give an example of an area you created that you found challenging? Hmm. Let me think. <laughs> I, I'm thinking because, like, honestly, every project is a challenge. Mm-hmm. But I think for me... And this is what it comes from. So I can't think of a particular area that that poses as a challenge because I always believe there's a solution to everything. We just got to figure it out. But I think this is what I do. When I design a space and if I get to an area that's kind of challenging in real life, that's when I bring in another set of eyes. Like I have a stylist on my team. So the stylist's job is to, once the design is done, like let's say... All the furniture is in the room. Now it's time for those little things like pillows, flowers, and, you know, marble dishes and all those things, plants. That is what the stylist does to bring it all together. Like, it's a separate set of eyes. It's fresh eyes that knows the design, and that's going to bring it all together. So I just call in my stylist and be like, hey, what should we do here? What do you see? Because sometimes you have to walk away from something because you've been in it so long and you've been staring at it. Like, you're just in it. Like, I designed it. I know what I did. Right. But now it's not working. So let's bring in a set of fresh eyes to see what they see. I think that has been one of my strong suits these days and ages. And and I think that is what has led to a lot of projects being in publication because I feel like you have to... Design is collaborative. Like, as a designer, you're collaborating with the homeowner. And then as a designer, you need to collaborate with, like, your contractor if construction is involved. Then you need to collaborate with your stylist. Hmm. Then you collaborate with the photographer who's photographing the space and the videographer. So I've learned to say, I've designed the space. Tell me, what do you see? When the photographer comes in, I'm not dictating what I want to be shot. 
because his eye is different from mine. Exactly. So you tell me what you see. You set up the shot and then show me and I say if it works or not. So you have to be collaborative and like you have to let go. You cannot hold on to every single thing in the design because then it, it won't be, will it be the best design out there? I don't know. Right. But it's right. okay to let other people in and collaborate when it comes to design. Because again, you're not designing for yourself. You're designing for the homeowner. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. You have to have a collaborative team, right? Because you again, I think we, we as creatives, I think we all say, oh my gosh, you know, I want to create this space and da da da, but it's not I. I don't it's live in I. this space. I no. am creating this space for someone else. And that means that I need to creatively bring other people in to make sure that we creatively mm-hmm. make sure that these spaces are livable and understandable for the people that are living in these spaces. I'm glad mm-hmm. you said that. Um, our next two questions, last two, as far as Q&A, because, I mean, when I tell you the, the inbox was was absolutely crazy. Um, the, next, <laughs> the next question comes from Jasmine, and Jasmine is out of Salt Lake City. Shout out to Jasmine. She okay. says, Alvin, and this was a very interesting question. Which space in the house is most overlooked? <laughs> The most overlooked spaces in a home is probably your hallways. It's it's definitely going to be like, I, I immediately go to hallways. I would say entryways, but everybody's all about an entryway now. Mm-hmm. But I think it's shifted to like those pass-through areas. Like, what does the hallway look like? Are you painting the ceiling? Are you painting the walls? Are you putting up wallpaper? What do the light fixtures look like? Is there recess lighting? Is there a mirror on the wall? Is there art on the wall? Like, what do those pass-through areas look like? I think those are the most underutilized spaces when it comes to a home. And people don't think about them, and they're the last space but also those spaces are the transitional spaces that get you to the next space. Mm. So if your focus is like, oh, my living room is done, it's beautiful. But then you have this hallway that leads to all the bedrooms. What does that look like when it's connecting those spaces? So I think those are the most underutilized and overlooked spaces in a home. And I want us to start justice for the hallways. Let's start looking at the hallways. <laughs> justice for the hallways. Yeah. If we did it for glitter, we could do it for the hallway. Oh, my God. (laughs) The last question comes from Nick. And Nick says, Alvin, I've been following your career on social media for a while. And he says, I'm out of Brooklyn. My question is, what inspires you lately? What has always inspired me and what has inspired me lately is music honestly okay I, i'm i'm gonna just say what inspires me in general music i'm a big uh, you know r&b okay mm-hmm. you are you know i know i love my tunes but music <laughs> inspires me music videos inspire me and, and maybe it's the era that we grew up in like yeah. music videos aren't like a thing anymore well they are but you know mm-hmm. not like how they used to be but music videos, um, magazine layouts and magazine spreads, architecture, art, history. I, I watch documentaries on ancient Egypt and the Gilded Age and what happens to the mansions on Fifth Avenue. I watch all those things. All those things inspire me. But also, 
other interior designers inspire me. Mm-hmm. Like some of your fave faves, like Kelly Wurstler. She is a big inspiration. I love how she mixes pattern, texture, color, all those things together. I look at what everybody's doing and I'm inspired by it. Am I going to copy it? No. Am I inspired? Yes. So I think it's just being out in the world and being a part of the world and, and keeping your 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 finger on the pulse of what's going on. That That inspires me. My last Q&A question for you specifically, nothing that's on your website, nothing that you tell your team. I want you to think a little deeper. Mm-hmm. What does Alvin Wayne Interiors stand for? I think when you say, what does Alvin Wayne Interior stand for? It actually goes back to the person, what do I stand for? Mm-hmm. Because I am Alvin Wayne and I'm creating these interiors. I think what 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 my design practice stands for and what I want to evoke into every space, at the end of the day, home is the most important space for you. Home is where we feel safe. I was going to say sanctified but you know everybody (laughs) (laughs) it's a space that we feel safe that's when we dream that's who we become who we want to become who we aspire to be home is everything and when you think back to your childhood growing up in your home you like when you think back to your childhood the home plays an integral part in your forming you as an adult and as a kid and who you are today you think of your family home when you think of grandma's house you think of grandma's house you think of grandma but you also think of grandma's house Mm -hmm. so that is what we are creating for everyone else like you know most of my clients are millennials they're they we finally have enough money and we have the career that we want and we want our homes to look to be a reflection of who we are now but i'm going in and say okay, but who are you going to be in five years? I'm telling you, don't stop dreaming. Let's create a space for who you are today and who you aspire to be. The person of your dreams. Who do you dream of becoming? Who is that person? So your home is going to be a reflection of your dreams and, and all the things that you want to achieve. That is what I'm creating for people because ultimately that's what I'm creating for myself mm-hmm. every single day. That's why I do what I do, because I am chasing my dream and trying to becoming the person that I've always dreamed of. You've become that. When I tell you, you have done so many beautiful moments and things and experiences. And I think that's why you and I will always be aligned, because I think the reality of life is that we love a beautiful experience. Yes. Yeah. But we also love to have people experience beautiful experiences. Yes, it feeds our soul. It does. And, and that plays into why I do what I do. I love a good experience. Mm-hmm. And that's why I say everybody deserve, deserves to live in luxury, no matter your budget or the price range, because I love an experience. I want to share those experiences with people. I want to create those experiences for them. So guess what? We're going to create that experience for you today and who you want to be in 10 years. Boom, that part. Because if I create that experience for you, you're going to create that experience for everybody who enters your home and for yourself every single day. Mm-hmm. So as we wrap our show, we've then recurated the end of our show called The Therapy Session. For you specifically, we've broken up our therapy session into two folds. Mm -hmm. One, 
that makes you feel a little uncomfortable. Mm-hmm. And two, the second one is something that makes you really, really think. Mm-hmm. So my first question is, Alvin, this is something that you never, ever, ever talk about. And I realized on my last show, I did a show of intentions. And I kind of broke that second wall and said, I'm going to do something a little different. For you, what does love mean to you? Love is safety. Love is confidence. Love is trust. But ultimately, it's safety because... When you love someone or when you're in love, you want to feel safe with them or you feel safe with them. And when you don't feel safe with them anymore, you know, that's a different situation. But I think love is safety. What is your best relationship advice? Well, I am a single lady. advice would be and because I'm going to practice practice this is no I mean I can't say don't have expectations because it's like you you know you want to have expectations like what are we doing but I think approach everything with a childlike innocence I think if you like somebody like them let them know um and let them know often especially if you're in a relationship with them people need to feel that trust they need to feel safe with you they need to feel like you're not going to cheat on them and do all these things so i feel like if you like somebody let them know let them know often if you if you think of them call them or text them don't play games just go with it let yourself go don't be like oh he didn't call me i'm not calling him no (laughs) if you thought about that man text that man if you thought about that lady text that lady I think just approach everything with a childlike innocence and just go for it. Because we truly only have one life to live. And, you know, why not? If that person's not going to be the person for you, okay, have a beautiful experience and say, hey, it just didn't work out. I'm going to move on. Absolutely. That's it. Alvin, what is your biggest fear in life? Oof, I have been through so many things. I don't, I don't want to say I don't think I, I don't fear anything anymore. But I think, honestly, if I was being 100% honest and transparent, my biggest fear is not in life, it's afterlife. What will I be remembered for? And I think that's another reason why I work so hard and make sure that other people who look like me see me in publications and, you know, and all the things, because it's like, what what will be my legacy? What will I be remembered for? So I don't think my biggest fear is something that is like in life right now. It's like, will you be remembered when you're not here? Mm-hmm. Because let's be honest, I've been so close to not being here, right. you know? Right. So I think that that's probably my my only fear, if anything. You've been able to connect with some amazing people, friends, uh, celebrities, people in the world. Mm-hmm. Who's your biggest role model? My parents. Mm. Always. Out of all the people that I met and, you know, everything, I think my parents, because like I said, growing up, I saw them work hard. I saw them work to achieve their dreams. And I still see them today. And they're they're happy. They're together. They're doing their thing. Like, they're just living life. And they're happy. And... They're my role models. 
I know what true love looks like. I know what love is. I know what what it is to be happy, what it is to be fulfilled, because I see it. I have great examples of it. What is your biggest regret out of life? I don't have any regrets. No. <laughs> um, honestly, though, real talk, I don't have any regrets because I feel like everything that I've been through, I've learned from it, and I take and I take those experiences and just say, okay, I learned that so I know what not to do anymore, and I know what to do, and we move forward. So I don't have any regrets. Everything that I've done or everything that I've been through is just that. I've been through it, and I've done it. So why regret it? Alvin, you have been in remission. You have been able to see life again. You've had the opportunity to speak on many different interior design and design panels. And people have seen some of the great words that you have given them and advice. And we've seen you start from, as we say, started from the bottom. Now you hear, but at, for you, there was really never a bottom because your family has created a beautiful legacy on their own. Six years in, you've had the opportunity to now live in New York City to really comb through the city and build a beautiful friendship circle. We see it on social media. We see how happy you are. We see all of the things that you do and the experiences that you are a part of. But then you you one-up yourself and you have the opportunity to be a part of Forbes and AD multiple times and HGTV and Open House New York City. And the multitude of magazines and television, just sitcoms and just moments, moments that have been a part of your life. You will then create so many more vessels and just things that people will buy that will live on shelves for the rest of your life. You more than likely write books and hopefully make somewhat of a small film about just who you are. Alvin, what do you want your legacy to be? I want my legacy to be someone who had a dream and they went for it, but also created spaces for people to live and dwell in as well, and who helped other people achieve their dreams through space. Yeah. I love that. What last words... Do you want to leave any of your new listeners, any of your multitude of of listeners that follow you and supporters, but any last words? If you don't remember anything or if you take nothing from this conversation, take this. Trust yourself. And if there's something that you want to do, do it. Even if you get an idea, I always say an idea is a message from God that you need to do it. Just do it. Trust yourself and go for it. And if you fail, oh well. Do it again. Like do something else. But you gotta try. You have to try. And don't forget to always dream. Never stop dreaming. That's it. I wanna leave you with two things. Mm-hmm. One, if you had one last word. For your sister, what would it be? I love you. And if you had one last word for yourself, what would it be? I love you.
Because I don't think people tell themselves that enough. Mm -hmm. Alvin, we love you. I want to thank you (laughs) for just this moment. Um, I want to leave you with, you know, life will always life for every last one of us as we continue to live this life. We're only a vessel that we're supposed to bless others with in whatever form for as short or as long of time as we are supposed to be here. But I have to say for you, you have been the embodiment of a job well done. Mm-hmm. I want to thank you for you being bald, beardless, and blessed mm-hmm. because you have really given us the voice. You've given us the strength and you continue to give yourself that is most of all the love and the compassion that is needed to keep going. I want everyone to continue to support this amazing soul. I need y'all to buy some things. I need y'all to support this amazing creative soul. His Instagram is Alvin Wayne, A-L-V-I-N-W-A-Y-N-E. Interior designer, cancer survivor, stem cell transplant, alvinwayne.com. Alvin at AlvinWayne.com. Please make sure you just even check out all of the amazing work and the television shows that he has been a part of. Alvin, I, I thank you. I thank you for your growth. I love you always. And I appreciate just your service that you have been able to give us. Thank you. And I thank you. And I'm so proud of you, like all the work that you've done and that you're doing and you're amplifying, amplifying voices of you know just everybody so kudos to you too we got this we got this boo thing what's up (laughs) (laughs) we're dipping it and doing it (laughs) guys as we always say at the end of the show one thank you so much for all the love and the support that you guys have given me that we are part of a network now shout out to tan tv the african-american tv network and again you can always listen to us on all of your major listening platforms on spotify and apple and google podcasts to radio public and anchor fm etc 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 and remember to always stay creative stay positive and guys thank you for an amazing 2023 So you guys know that I love a good book. So I have curated my own book collection by Jameer Smith on Amazon. So make sure you check it out at www.amazon.com backslash shop backslash Jameer underscore Smith. And check out some of these amazing books that I chose. (laughs) Happy reading.